babies. We're all feisty. Raymond, how are you? Very well, yourself? Okay. Uh, what do you say we start the show? Uh, what well, we do? Some opening takes. Uh, let's go ahead and uh, I didn't. I actually fucked this up in the email, but uh, I apologize for that. And if anyone knows me or listens to the show, if it's not in the email, I can't read it. So uh, why don't we start with Ray and opening takes? Because that's what I do when I don't know what I'm doing. Raymond? Yeah, you're probably going to yell at me because my microphone's going to suck. But yeah, it sucks. Hold on. How about now? Better. Thank you. Uh, everyone's applauding Heim Bloom and John Henry for getting this Raphael Devers done, the 11-year, 330-plus million-dollar deer. Uh, need us forget, do, does Red Sox fans have very short memories? Uh, what happened to Mookie Betts? We got nothing for him, a young, prominent star who is going to be a cornerstone of this franchise. Andrew Benatini, not the same thing, but another young kid who was going to be a very good MLB player. Uh, Xander Bogarts, who just went to San Diego for a very rich deal. I'm not going to applaud this guy. He basically failed, and now he is trying to make things right because his nerds aren't uh, making him win at a low cost. So he had to have John Henry go out there and have Rafael Devers sign the richest baseball contract of all time in Red Sox history. So, yeah, Heim Bloom's fucked up, and that's why Rafael Devers is here to stay. Here, here. I don't know if you've noticed this yet, Bobby, but the grammar guru, uh, which is one of Ray's uh, many, many bevy of nicknames he always kind of somewhat screws up like old sayings like need you forget i'm fat leave me alone <laughs> that's not how it goes There's and the a lot one of things it... i've noticed about ray yeah well uh, here's the thing with me sexiness when it happens is... oh, wait is sexiness is one of them no when it All when right. it happens i completely black out with everything else you said so we'll have to revisit the uh all you i said think- here here you <laughs> yeah. said here here if I'm ray worried. makes one mistake as minute as possible and it doesn't matter what he says after that it's just no, white no. hot rage. I, it, uh, I lock that into my deep deep yeah. uh brain and Wait, uh save it for later rage did you yeah. say white hot? all right it's sure. like before when he said they were going to simulate the rest of the season it's like what the fuck are you talking yeah, about i Go heard hell, it Raven. i heard it i relate it to you guys you know you what guys i heard that as crucified well me you sons and of i bitches. crucified you for the source and then you tried to re- uh, give us a new and i found out what the actual source was that that's called a tease in the radio biz i'll tell you what it was when we get to the patriot segment uh but until then bobby uh, why don't you go ahead with your opening take seeing as we're talking about the patriots the patriots going in basically played 16 games rest doesn't matter got one game left to go and they're going into this game with a distinct competitive disadvantage not only are they playing a team which essentially didn't have to play a game they traveled they they did other things but they didn't have to play a game they're now going in to play this team at home and they're going to be revved up they're going to be revved up based off of what's happened last week patriots have to go in there and and weather that storm in order to get through whether they deserve to make the playoffs is a whole nother thing they're coming off of a mediocre performance where they win defense saves them again but here they are one game to save it all and it's it's going to be an uphill battle for them and it it is going to be one hell of a game to watch and it is for as mediocre of a team as it's been every patriots game the last eight weeks i feel has had a particular drama to it that this one is just it, it is no different here it is Here's some more drama. Massive, massive drama. And um, spoiler alert, they're going to get smoked because Buffalo is coming off uh, a motivation of all motivations when it comes to professional sports. One of their guys basically died on the field. And although they tried to snowflake out of it, uh, if not for the heroics of uh, of, um, (laughs) 
Is he having a? Is he having a? Uh, do we have to stop the show? I thought it was a long pause to build up. He, to he's still going. Distinct. I was trying to fake you out. <laughs> <laughs> if it wasn't for the heroics for tomorrow, Hamlin, then this team would not be playing on Sunday. The Bills admitted they came out and said that they want to forfeit their last two games, but because uh, Demar Hamlin woke up and said, "Did we win?" and is now he didn't say, "Did we?" He said he wrote it down. Sorry, he wrote it down. Did we win? Obviously, the positivity coming out of the uh, of the Hamlin camp, him in the hospital, still in critical condition, but uh, improving uh, seems like vastly over the last couple of days. Now the Bills are going to play, and now they're going to have something to play for, and now they're all nice and tidy in their beds, sleeping warmly, knowing their buddy's going to be okay. I got some things to say about that. Obviously, we don't want to go too crazy on the issue. It was pretty scary there Monday night, but the fallout from it was in a word, in very much a 2022 fashion. Fucking annoying. I guess that's two words. Soft, annoying, uh, overstated, whatever, however you want to put it. Look, let's not understate the fact that the guy kind of died on the field for eight minutes as they resuscitated him. That's a big deal. I get that. Night of, that's a that's a major deal. And it shouldn't be understated. And, the, and his resilience, uh, whether he was trying to or not, is... Pretty incredible. A couple days later, he shows up and asks, you know, did he win through a pen and paper, I guess. That being said, he signed. He signed it. Jesus Christ, Bills. Like, he, people well, die every day. You still got to go to work. Fuck. World doesn't stop. Wait till the fallout from Goodell on this because the NFL, because he doesn't have his service time yet. So basically, yeah, all right. So they'll 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 make them whole if it's still in the media. If not, then oh. yeah, shit out of luck. But uh, <laughs> I, I, certainly, there's a lot to say with this. We're gonna start the show with this with this topic and and uh, and how it relates to the rest of the uh, AFC, how it relates to the F, uh, NFL, what we thought of the whole thing as it went down. Uh, that'll be topic number one. We'll move into around the NFL. We're in the last week of the season. It's all gone. Bye bye. Uh, but lots of playoff implications. And I get I, I'm just gonna toot toot a little bit. You buffoons didn't like that seventh playoff spot but lo and behold look at still, how many important games we have look at still how many important games we have not a single team will be missed will be in the playoffs with a losing record uh we'll talk about the patriots game the uh the patriots win i should say over the dolphins and the uh, red sox sign Raphael devers as dr big mac gave it to you thanks for doing the math on the nfl standings there raymond in your head uh, we'll do a prayer, player profile on one Raphael Devers and Simplest Minds of the Week, of course, to do the show. This is the Friday Simple Minds Sports Show, Friday Rewind, January 6th. Thank you. Welcome to the show. That was like uh, the face. Wait, wait, real quick. The face you made was like, did I shit my pants after that part or did I not? You were very, it was questionable. Questionable. I do have to poop. So, <laughs> if you're watching on YouTube, uh, you're welcome. If you're listening on iHeartRadio, we're the number one New England sports show on iHeart and the self proclaimed number one New England sports show on iTunes. I don't think I've ever said that smoothly. Uh, wherever you're watching, wherever you're listening, uh, rate, subscribe, review, tell your friends, tell your mothers, and tell them about W Energy Drink. Go to W.GG, enter promo code Simple Minds for 15% off all your orders for all of you uh, booze hounds in the energy drink uh, sector. W Energy Drink. Let's start with the Damar Hammond fallout. Uh, just, I don't know, just give me your overall. I wasn't watching it live um, for whatever reason. I don't remember. I just wasn't 
and uh got the update and then went and kind of saw the aftermath was anyone watching it live what was your, your bill first was bill reaction? was and when he bill was watching it live and texted all of us and says oh shit he's dead and i'm like what the fuck is he talking about and then I, you have to turn it on obviously after that you're like oh shit something really is going on but yeah, yeah it was crazy I wasn't watching it. Per- it was on the TV. I wasn't watching it. My girlfriend was watching it and she started describing what was happening. She goes, oh, somebody goes down. They're coming out like it like it looks like there's like a problem. Like, I think he's dying. And I was like, I'm like, it's fine. Like she does. You know, she doesn't know what's going on. And then like <laughs> th- that's kind of like where it stopped. And then like I went to bed, wake up the next day. I was like, oh, <laughs> she's right. <laughs> OK. That- that's one of those uh, it's one of those relationship moments where my wife does it too she says you know i'm i'm dying or this person's dying all the time and overuses it and then that's the one that's the one moment that will hang on in your relationship forever every right. time he's dying she's dying they dying whatever pronoun you want to use you're going to be like stop overreacting she's like well remember the bills game yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. i was Pretty right much. so yeah. listen to me uh, coincidentally enough, my wife actually came down and said, "Did you see what's going on in the Bills game? It's nuts. Someone's dying." <laughs> and oh I my. said, "Okay, whatever." And I, I think exactly I playing guitar or something. And then I texted you guys and I said, "What's in the Bills game?" And then yeah, uh, the Queen. Uh, someone took a shot and literally fell dead. <laughs> took two steps and <laughs> died. Yeah. Dying. We're laughing. The incident wasn't funny. Just the way it was because described. Because he's fine. He's fine now. He's so we okay. Can we can laugh. He's okay. Okay, uh, let's move forward to in-game, how it was handled in-game. Uh, a lot is being made of um, the announcers. A lot is being made of the NFL's decision. A lot is being made of the players. You now have five minutes to warm up uh, to get back into the game until um, Bengals coach Zach Taylor walks across the field to have a uh, one-on-one with Bills coach Sean McDermott, at which point in time it's been reported Sean McDermott says, I have to be at the hospital. Um, I I can't stay here for this game. And Zach says, well, we're just not going to play this game. That's the rumor. Then at 1230 in the evening that night, VP, NFL uh, VP, uh, Troy Vincent, outed Patriots hater, comes along with his squirrel mouth, and says, uh, "Did I have? Did I put it in here? I think He's, I. No, you just said uh, He's a snake. He just says Troy Vincent is a snake. Snake. Ah, uh, shit! I put it in my blog. You can go to uh, simplemindsports.com. Oh, good and play. See good. the full quote if you'd like. But anyway, he basically said we would never do such a thing. Uh, our, all of our thoughts is on the player, and competition was never in our mind. That's uh, unthoughtful, disgraceful, blah 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 blah. However, Buck Joe Buck three times." And we've been we've been informed by the NFL that the players have five minutes to resume play, um, and they didn't. And then before I give it your thoughts, clearly not even not enough is being made of the guys that saved them, the medical staff, whoever was there. I don't know if it was the Bills staff or Cincinnati or the EMTs in house or they've got the ambulance there pretty quick. I don't know who worked on him and did ten, eight minutes straight of CPR, but fucking kudos to you guys. And then the entire medical. Um, you know, community in Cincinnati, which there's a lot of outpouring uh, support for them and a lot of communication from them now that he's recovered. That's a cool story for them. That's that know, no one's talking about. That yeah, no one of those first responders no one's really were. They it. they did their job and more. 
I guess they practice that. Like I was listening to some or reading reports that like it's one of those things where they practice. So like in case something, even like a fan happens, like with the goes into cardiac arrest, they're ready for. It. I know the guy that has season tickets to the Patriots. It happened. A guy just dropped dead. He was at uh, field level. Uh, you know, when before the game starts, you get field level passes or whatever. Dropped down dead, just like uh, Demar Hamlin did, and EMTs rushed and all that stuff. So I think they're like prepared for something of that drastic. Not a player they, they, on, I mean, by any means, but yeah, I, mean, I assume for large events, for those yeah. they yeah, they be must prepared. be. There's sixty thousand people there. There yeah. must be enough people. There, no, there must be enough of those those type of guys on hand to handle that. I don't, I don't know exactly who, because obviously it was the Bills medical team that got there first. And I yeah, guess but I think it was the medical staff. I think it was like that the EMTs that they have. Yeah, yeah. Well, they yeah, immediately yeah, got them like oxygen. If, yeah, like a team player goes down, their team staff will get there first. But I think it's probably like the stadium's first responder staff. So it was probably like literally Cincinnati first responders. Yeah. Yeah. You just they have probably to thought like... he was paralyzed too, because that's what the initial thought was. He was, he had like a, yeah, like a, a, a neck spinal injury. injury. Yeah. A neck injury. Yeah. So they yeah, can... went over there and they was like, Oh shit, this guy has no fucking pulse. Clock. No pulse. He's not breathing. This ain't they un- us. <laughs> they this unscrewed ain't his face mask. I wonder <laughs> if it's like NASCAR, if they have like the quick, <laughs> that's to get that gun. fucking thing yeah, off. Yeah. Fuck when yeah. I read that, I'm like, they unscrewed his face mask. Jesus Christ. Uh, you know, and whatever, what's the what four minutes without oxygen to your brain and your brain dead, or two minutes, or I don't know what the science is on that, but um, clearly the doctors have said that you know they think that his um, you know, uh, neurology either they haven't identified any problems, neurology, uh, neurology, nor nope, I'm not gonna even try to say the uh, neurological, thank you, neurological, neurologically is what I, I was gonna, I was gonna help you with that one, thank you, Raymond. Yeah, uh, anyway, yeah, so on field, uh, first responders, well done. What do we think of uh, any, any, do you care about the announcers? If not, move on to the NFL and their response. I never care I mean, about announcers. Yeah, fuck Joe Buck and Aikman. <laughs> I don't care about announcers either. I don't like them or they, not like they them. They literally work really 17 days a year, Buck and Aikman. They can fuck all the way no, off. No, Buck works World Series, bro. Come on. Give us some respect for that 40 million years. Yeah, Whatever. Yeah. The only announcers I care about are the ones that I've bitched about all this season last season because the Patriots get the bottom Archuleta, of the Archuleta, that pole. guy Archuleta. Fuck that He's goddamn. So Those, fucking they, bad. Oh, my they God. They work 17 days the, a, a with year. The thing with the with the wind, he's like, the wind from this angle has been terrible all Oh, you year. were so And then the producer that. shows it where it's literally Nothing. not blowing just to make him look like an asshole. <laughs> not an ounce of fucking wind. Yeah. <laughs> they can't get a single name right on Even off the Even the producer roster. is like, this guy guy is so fucking dumb i'm tired of listening to him show the camera <laughs> who's doing uh what's um uh sean mcdonough what's uh what's he doing now he's doing uh prostitutes <laughs> either way whatever they put him in the both whatever, whatever game he was doing they put him in the booth and he's got this laminated sheet like the size of a, a pizza ray would order on a tuesday it's like massive it's like four by five and it's got everybody's name and like stats and everything that he's just sitting there reading off that's a professional Archuleta and whatever dope that he does the play-by-play, they can fuck off. Anyway, back to uh, <laughs> the NFL. Your thoughts on Troy Vincent and the way that they handled it? Just four. I mean, if one of us, we talk about this. I work in a factory. I'm a plumber. I work in a factory. If one of them dropped dead, anyone drops dead. It's fucking business as usual. You don't shut down and everyone's sobbing. Yeah, go. You just keep working. Like this is just sad. Like he didn't die. He got rushed off. I mean, people have been paralyzed. People have legs almost been amputated. I mean, look at the countless quarterbacks that you could go down the line. I mean, it's just the way they handled it was piss poor, I think. Bobby? 
I can kind of like, like, I get it. Okay. This guy, like literally if it was their understanding was a football play caused this guy to nearly die. And they were all shook from that. Okay. I get the fact that if they didn't want to go back and play again, all right. I totally get it, but there needed to be an immediate response basically where we woke up the next day saying, these are the next steps happening. Not this long drawn out soliloquy about everybody's feelings about how this is going to go. Like, I, I get it. They saw someone, they, they saw their guy go down, but like the fact that we had to wait basically 48 hours to understand what was going on. Cause to raise example in the real world, like just a real world example, someone's in an office has a heart attack. There is no talk of this place not opening for business two weeks from now. No, yeah, like, you're back. Everybody days. feels bad because of what happened to the guy, but the depends on if you like him or not. Though long. could open up a, a chance for uh, for uh, promotion. Yeah, <laughs> like if it was Bill, like if we all worked in an office with Bill, and oh, he had man, attack, not, oh man, I have on Google <laughs> notification Bill Gately dies, just in case. <laughs> Just in case Manchester Union uh, Union leader put, yeah. comes in there, you know, in yeah. a drug fight or something. Fucking alert on your phone. Google alert. <laughs> yeah, I think you guys are missing the boat, and well, I think Bill, Bobby, you're. I think you're kind of more on the on the Bill side of things. The NFL response was the uh, so whoever gave the information to Joe Buck, he wasn't making it up. Uh, mm-hmm. You mentioned it uh, multiple times that they have five minutes to warm up. The players are on the field warming up in unison. They're all doing it. Somebody told him to go out there and do the ref. it. It was the ref. You know how they have well, that. Well, where's uh, the ref get that information? They're coming from the league, right? I think he's going through the rule book, to be honest with you. I don't think it was anything from the league. I don't think the league was in either one of their ears. Well, there's I league officials it... at the game. It could have been a league official. So, man, that... you know, whatever. It, at the end of the day, you're that's where the buck stops. I'll get to my point here. Just let me at the end of the day, the buck stops with the league, right? So, um, and if that's the officials, that's that's the officials. I can get on the officials for that too. I'm gonna end on I don't blame them at all for anything that happened the night of. I really don't. I don't blame them for taking their time to make the decision, which a lot of people are like, how did it take them 40 minutes to cancel the game? There's 60,000 people in the stadium. No one knows what's going on. No one knows what happened. How are they supposed to make the decision? And whoever's making it's not in the stadium. They're thousands of miles away in New York or wherever. Um, And the problem I have is they're lying fucking cheats. They're lying snakes. They wait like 1230 at night. They come out and do a press conference and say we would we never thought about resuming the game. Yes, you did. The NFL's never postponed a game after an injury in the history. They've had I'll run I'll run you through the list. They've had people die on the field. They've had paral, paral, people paralyzed in the last decade. It's happened. The fucking game goes on. Of course they thought about resuming the game. Of course they did. For then they come out and lie is is just too much. It's just right on par with Roger Goodell's NFL. And you shouldn't let them escape on that. Just be a little bit fucking transparent for once. Just say, yes, there are thoughts of us continuing the game uh, because of the emotions of the players and the coaches and the teams on the field. We reconsidered our, our initial thought and uh, we're going to postpone the game and make a decision later on what to do with it. Really fucking easy. Really easy. Yeah, but Goodell can't do that. Goodell can't do that fucking easy shit. Well, if you're looking, if you're looking for someone who can, Goodell, SimpleMindSports uh, at gmail.com. I just, um, you know, it, it was just annoying how they handled it. The aftermath, Bobby. I'm with you. You know that we've been texting about it the last couple of days. The way the Bills and the mental fragile from the modern day athlete. I get it. Your buddy went down. Looks scary. 
I know it was scary. You got to go to work. You can't send an upheaval to a $10 billion industry because you're scared or because you're sad. As we're speaking, some infant just died in some poor mother's arms. There's a hundred people getting blown up in fucking Ukraine. There's a billion people who are starving in the world. Like Not me. <laughs> except for Ray. <laughs> if you listen closely, if you listen closely, no matter where you are, you'll hear a <laughs> siren ringing for a car crash that's happening. Shit happens. Other than Ray going hungry, shit happens, and people <laughs> go just, to work the next day. He's bad and happy, people. Okay? Mm-hmm. Playing people with that PS5 work the next good. day. Never mind seven days later as you collect a check that day for $350,000. A little bit, just, yeah, shall we say, uh, a little overstated in the response from the Bills it is, initially? It's it, it's probably tough for the average person to worry about the mental health of a pampered athlete that gets paid millions of dollars to essentially, you know, to do things that are fun. Let's put it that way. I won't call it play a game, do things that are fun. Um, Rich, fun, you... hard, uh, yeah, uh, challenging. Yes, you get hurt. Challenging, you put your yes, body on your line. That's a good Fine. way to put it. Challenging, but how many people don't get to do things that are challenging? They do things that are monotonous and boring, and that's their life. You know, it's something challenging can be good too. I don't like um, when this narrative is brought up and people say, "Well, it's not about the money." It's one thousand percent about the money. Ninety percent of the guys in this league would not be doing what they're doing if it wasn't about the money. It's life altering multiple generation ch- changing money and people do mostly everything for money. It can never leave the conversation when it comes to professional sports. It's made professional sports what it is today. It's created the pampered modern day athlete that it is today, that they don't think they have to do anything because they've been coddled. If you're a Stefan Diggs, probably since you were 17 years old, cause you ran faster than everybody on the field. It can't leave the conversation ever. It just can't. And the fact that um, they want to forfeit a game on Sunday that the Queen himself, mind you, has bought tickets for and 60 other people, thousand people have bought tickets for hotels, planes, trains, everything, because they're a little sad that their buddy's in the hospital. Fuck off. Go play. Go do your job. Can I say something real quick? Go ahead, Raymond. Uh, over the summer, I went to a concert. It was a, a band called Coldstream, and they were performing in Maryland. And uh, <laughs> the guy, the guy went into cardiac arrest. It's my band. <laughs> guy went to cardiac arrest, and after he Ray, was Ray saved, stand Ray stand me this this summer, <laughs> and a guy almost <laughs> did die. Yeah, did Rich fucking prevail? Yeah, he got up there and sang fucking beautifully. And he didn't. He actually did a freestyle a about the event. He didn't miss a beat. He even made a joke about <laughs> yeah. it. Everyone good now? Let's go. Let's As a matter of fact, that guy. We did have a conversation on stage. Like, can we play? Should we play? Is it insensitive? <laughs> a guy like was just carted out of here. And I was like, you know, the show must go on, as no, they you, say. You all said, are this we going to for this guy. gig or not? And I said, uh, our first song was The Eagles, Take It Easy. And I started off with, hey, let's everybody take it easy today, okay? <laughs> Run that road. So yeah, that is a testament to me. Thank you, Raymond. Here, here. I am not. I guess I'm not a part of the pampered generation pussies. of these Allens. Thank you. Those millionaires yeah. that are pussies. You're not. I thought this them. would be fun. Uh, just a quick run through of the major uh, uh, emergencies on the NFL field. Let me know if you remember these and have any thoughts of them. 
Uh, we'll start from the earliest back, and we'll we'll kind of run through these quickly. Ryan Shazier. I don't think that's credited as a major like. I remember. I right. remember that. It, so since it's all he's all fine. I hate the Steelers, and I think me and Bill texted like. Uh-huh. <laughs> Go on. Uh, Ryan Shazier suffered a career-ending spinal cord injury on Monday Night Football, December twenty seventeenth. Ended his career. Um. He's all good. I, I think that he's fine. He, he's walking now. Yeah. Kevin yeah. Everett. Do you remember this one? This was 2007. Bill's tight end Kevin Everett made a tackle on a second half kickoff return, fell motionless to the ground with a serious spinal cord injury. He was on the ground for 15 minutes as the team medics works to stabilize him. Was placed on a stretcher, put in an ambulance, and driven to a nearby hospital for surgery. Does that sound familiar? Yes, because I went to the following game in Buffalo against with the Patriots played there. It was, I believe, it was Sunday Night Football, and the Patriots beat them fifty six to seven. This hit uh, from the twenty five year old spinal cord injury nearly severed. Uh, the spinal cord injury was nearly severed from the hit, obviously ending his career, leaving him paralyzed. Yeah, nobody liked the that game. Guy, resumed. What? Yeah, nobody okay. liked that guy though. Wow! Wow! Can you believe it? No. Uh, Corey Stringer is mm-hmm. kind of a more well-known one. 2001, Minnesota Vikings uh, died. So RIP to him. Most recent death uh, from a football-related issue came from uh, the Minnesota Vikings from heat stroke. Yep. Training camp. Training camp. Because now that's camp. why they have uh, certain rules and regulations for training camp now. Got to get those water breaks. Yeah, Stringer showed signs of distress and was taken into an air-conditioned trailer to recover, but trainers did not treat him for each stroke. He became unresponsive, was taken to a hospital, and died of multiple organ failures 13 hours later. That's a tough one. That was at soccer camp when that happened. Reggie Brown, 1997, uh, 23, suffered a serious spinal cord injury following a routine tackle in the fourth quarter. Brown lay motionless on the turf for 17 minutes. He had stopped breathing and had turned purple and blue. Trainers and doctors performed CPR on Brown and placed him on a backboard on a stretcher and it's in the ambulance, according to 2017 article. Players regrouped and the game resumed. Huh. Weird. That's weird. Uh, Brown went on to say, quote, my injury was such a freak occurrence, a freak accident. I'm more worried about driving in Houston than I am playing football. I face that on a daily basis. Is that racist? A little bit. Dennis Bird, uh, I don't, I don't remember Dennis Bird. Twenty six was partially paralyzed from a hit, um, in nineteen ninety two. Yeah, we were young. He crashed into his teammate's chest and suffered a spinal cord injury. Trainers rushed to treat him. Was carted off the don't field. Don't even have a picture for that one. I think there, yeah, there might be a picture. Uh, he was carted off the field, and then, um, anyone want to guess what happened? I'm gonna guess they played. The game resumed. Yep, the game resumed. Hmm, weird. Mike Utley, a little bit more famous, 1991 game for the Lions, became paralyzed from the chest down after hitting his head on the artificial turf in the fourth quarter. Uh, while on the ground, uh, he was able to move his arms, flash his thumbs, and gesture to the crowd. That's always a good thing. Chuck Hughes. Uh, this guy died. Oh, R.I.P. This guy died. Now, it will have a familiar ending to this story, though. Lions wide receiver Chuck Hughes remains the only NFL player to die on the field during a game in the fourth quarter of a game in October 24th, 1971. 28-year-old Hughes collapsed on the field as he headed back to the huddle for another play. Dick Buckus, Chicago linebacker, was the first to reach him and call for the Lions doctors at the sidelines. The stunning development sent the Lions players from the team dressing room to tears. Some muttered, he's dead, he's dead. 
Team doctors and trainers rushed to try to resuscitate him and perform CPR. And when he was then put into an ambulance to take it to the hospital, he was declared dead at the hospital shortly after. Uh, that game in the fourth quarter after he was carted off the field. Resumed. Resumed play. <clears throat> what did that he one, die from? What was that? That one's, that one's tough. What did he die heart from? Attack. Oh, heart attack. Uh, cause of death was determined to be a blood clot that lodged in a hardened uh, artery in his heart, which caused a fatal heart attack. What do they call that? The Widowmaker? Yeah, man, that might be right. What the Widowmaker game? Do you know that? Because every, every time <laughs> because you, I you pray every night. Was, <laughs> trying to avoid him every day? <laughs> no, I'm not trying to avoid him. I'm trying to, I, please, God, give me that goddamn Widowmaker. Yeah. <laughs> Bison and that cheeseburger. <laughs> I uh, last one on the list. We'll move forward here. Daryl Stingley, our own Patriots. Daryl Stingley, Patriots wide receiver, paralyzed with a brutal hit during a preseason exhibition in 1978. Uh, going over the middle, Stingley was crushed by Oakland Raiders safety Jack Tuttum, uh, notoriously hard-hitting safety. Uh, Stingley collapsed into a heap on the ground after the hit, which caused a broken vertebrae and spinal cord injury, regained some use of his arms, but was wheelchair-bound for the rest of his life. The hit was legal at the time, but became sim- uh, to symbolize the brutality of the sport and laid groundwork for expanding, blah, 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 blah. Uh, Stingley died in 2007 at the age of 55. His quadriplegia. Quad- quadriplegic. Quadriplegia. Quadriplegic. Nope. Uh, it's, that's <laughs> not right. Uh, and spinal cord injury contri- contributed to his death, the medical examiner said. So another one on the uh, on the old... On the old belt for the NFL, chalk that one in there, Daryl Stingley. So those are your uh, those are your major injuries uh, in the NFL when it comes to uh, when it comes to medical emergencies. Demar Hamlin will surely land on that list as we move forward. Uh, if you noticed, I don't know if you did. All games resumed there, and I don't know if no. they took a week off or not. They probably took a month off. To be fair, most of those guys like fathers or somebody someone fought in a war just haven't had a war in a long time so you're saying it's biden's fault obama <laughs> obama Son of thanks a obama uh thanks obama and thanks dr big mac let's throw it over to headlines with <clears throat> the obvious one uh, thank you there richard obviously the biggest sports story of the week uh is what happened on monday night football buffalo bill safety tamar hamlin made a routine tackle got up and collapsed he went into cardiac arrest and was revived on the field and while in the ambulance on his way to Cincinnati University, he also went into cardiac arrest again and was revived. Uh, the game between the Bills and Bengals was suspended. Uh, DeMar, from last reports, is getting better every day, and we hope for a speedy recovery. Uh, the Patriots look to keep their season going in 2023. To do that, they must go to Buffalo and beat the Bills. Game time, 1 p.m., 1 p.m. Excuse me, and the spread is already at 7 in favor of the Bills. Hammer the Bills. The Bruins and Penguins played the second Winter Classic ever at Fenway Park, with the Bruins coming out on top 2-1. to one. Jake DeBrus played hero, scoring both goals, but with it came a fractured leg, and surprisingly, they finished the game. No t- timetable on his return. The Celtics got embarrassed in OKC, 150-117. The Thunder scored 122 points in the first three quarters, and the DPOY was ejected in the third quarter and was held back from coaches and teammates from going after the ref. So much for being a defensive juggernaut. <laughs> Woman and, ref. <clears throat> yeah. 
<laughs> we won't get into that. The Red okay. Sox shocked the baseball world when reports came out that they uh, will be extending Rafael Devers to a franchise record 11-year, $331 million deal to stay in Boston. And I'm sure John Henry will have a stroke when he signs that check. And finally, after four days, New Zealand leads Pakistan 676 to 408 in cricket. Okay, okay. Pakistan needs another okay, 319 okay, runs. Okay, okay, okay. Let's wrap this up this here. This has been Headlines with the Obvious One. Back to you, Richard. How dare you take away my cricket? I'm trying to throw out a little uh, unique sport once a week. Oh, now. is that cricket? That was cricket. Oh, I, thought, I just thought it was soccer. I wasn't paying attention. No, it was cricket. I was just <laughs> trying to. There's eight wickets left. They need 319 scores. Say, when you heard the score was Zealand. like 800 to 600, you did. After no, four days. Keep, after four days. Four I just keep thinking game. about that. I keep thinking about that. They thing wouldn't quite fucked up collapsed. at the beginning of the. No. A lot can happen in four days. What? No, today's day five. We'll see what Cricket's happens. a wild sport. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna um, continue with the NFL here, but we we don't have segments for the Bruins and Celtics. I just want to give you this, uh, quick <clears throat> tidbits on this. Um, Jake DeBrusque, still a pussy, but way to win the game on a broken leg. Uh, did the game stop? No, not weird. Uh, and please, uh, the Celtics DPOY. Welcome to regular season basketball with a title contender. Mm-hmm. That's what you're that that's what you're witnessing. These guys can't they're a young title contender too. <clears throat> like, like if they were older, they would kind of know when to turn the light switch off on or on or off. Now they're kind of like forced into on or off. So when you're playing an OKC team, you turn the light switch off and you get you get your door blown off. But you go play the Bucks, you win. You go play the top teams in the league, you win, except for Denver. That's which all that matters. Fucking stupid game. I don't know if you watched that Denver game. They shot like 70%. Oh, that was the other well, uh, simplest mind of the week. Oh, you right. Mm-hmm. 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 You want to jot mm-hmm. that down real quick? Thank yeah, you. I got that. Thank you, Raymond. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, let's get back to the NFL. Uh, around the NFL, we'll do this quick. I just want to go over. It's the last week of the season. Just uh, you know, especially for the Patriots. As much as I respect uh, Bobby, just vastly more than I respect Ray, I do not agree with his opinion on the uh, the extended playoffs not being a good thing. And I think I got evidence to prove it. You got a top seed in the AFC that has been turned upside down with this uh, with this uh, heart condition. But it was a crazy. Uh, was, you had three teams biting for that top spot regardless, and you got a seventh seed trying to get the, get in. With with a winning record, they will both get in in the NFC and the AFC. Plus, in the NFC, you got a couple teams going for that number one spot. You got division races going on. It just creates. I I, I heard today that if there if there was not a uh, seventh playoff seed, there would be one game of consequence in the final week of the season: Jags and Titans. So there you go. Now we have six six games of consequence. Seven. Yep, seven. Do you want me to explain them to you? I will. Uh, <laughs> the AFC, the AFC top seed. We didn't even. We actually even touch on this. So let's do this. The, the NFL has not decided how they want to handle that Bengals and Bills game. Uh, the Bills are going to play the Patriots this week. The Bengals are going to play the Raiders this week. Uh, but they don't know still yet to this day, a Thursday night, how they're going to handle the Bills-Bengals game. Ray, why don't you give us the latest that you heard on uh, Felger and Maz that came from an email oh, to Felger, just... who was a... Why? Why? Why do you got to do this to me? All I'll I take heard... it. 
Now All the I emailer heard. did say that he had inside information from the NFL. So and I believe it. From God's uh, ears to your from God's mouth to your ears. Why don't you tell us uh what he had said to say. that they were gonna use the analytics to so the game stopped with what five minutes left in the th- first quarter or something like that? Seven minutes, whatever. So from that point on, they're gonna use a computer and the analytics to finish out who would win the game. No fucking way. Bob, that sent Bobby into a spiral and became mean ass Bobby and just, just spewing. <laughs> no I like to refer to him as White Power that. Bobby. When Why even have way? an NFL? <laughs> just just have just fucking esports. Everybody can just play Madden. Okay, we'll just get a couple of dweebs and Ray, and they can all just fucking pick a team. Why It'll be thirty two nerds, and they mean? can all play it out. You're serving the chicken nuggets, Ray. No, I'm with you. I'm I, eating the chicken nuggets. Yeah, no one gets chicken nuggets in this Fine. esports tournament. Uh, uh, They're all hungry, angry fucking nerds. But it deciding the Super Bowl champion. If they can't do this, they absolutely can't do this. No. I don't want to go down the rabbit hole of what they can do. Go ahead, Bobby. I still, I don't know how they can just decide that this one game so just bad. doesn't exist. Like that so just pisses bad. me off. Like you can't, it is the decisive competitive disadvantage for every other team and a decided competitive advantage for the Cincinnati Bengals and the Buffalo Bills, especially for the Bengals. That guy's not on their team. Okay, so they just had a week 17 <laughs> bye. Okay, and it is where everybody else had to play a game, and then it's like, what the fuck? Like, you just cannot play the fucking games. <laughs> the whole point of the league is competitive balance. That's the only fucking thing they talk about. But with this, they're just like, ah, fuck it, simulate it. Ray got a PS5. Let's let, let him run Madden. He'll do the whole franchise redraft. He'll choose Burrow first. Fuck it. Yeah, he'll trade all his picks for Chase. Joe, just, no, just for the listeners, this was the Texas change. As soon as Bobby found out that the nerds might be able to decide. I like the that week he can fuck nerds. <laughs> I hate nerds. I like that he can duplicate it that well. Oh, it was so great. I uh, I don't I don't disagree with mostly out of it, any of it. I uh, they, There's no way they can you cannot simulate fucking play it. the games. Can't just be like. So, Bobby, the mental well-being of these of these players. You're not taking these into billionaires. How dare you, Bobby? Stop it. The mental well-being, the mental welfare. And he went after me. All I said was mental what health. I heard. I don't Bobby care about their physical well-being, Rich. Why would I care about their mental? And I'm with you. They're here to entertain us. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Get out there. Uh, yep, I'm with you. So that's one. I don't know what the other. So there's there's a real talk from Schefter. Yes, that they those might ones do, are weird. They might put an eighth team into the playoffs. Oh, I didn't hear that one. <laughs> oh wait a way to make more money throw another team in there i that heard one's... the other oh sorry go ahead go ahead raymond no we're just throwing against the wall i don't want to spend the other time one this. i heard from Schefter was that basically if the bills and Bengals make it to the afc championship game they won't neither team will have home field advantage they'll have a uh neutral site. neutral site game which i heard and then i heard another one where that they'll talk to kansas city and ask them, do you want home field advantage or do you want a bye week? And they'll go from there, and that's how they'll decide what. That's goes stupid on shit. I'll give you the I'll give you the answer. That's the only real one. And uh, people, if you get screwed, you get screwed, and you can, um, you can circumcise this as to down to a fine needle if you want to. You just go by winning percentage. That's it. I already did it. I already did the winning percentage. If it, it works out the same way, Cincinnati gets screwed a little bit, but not really. If they all win out, they all finish the way they would have finished anyway. If Buffalo loses, Kansas City wins, then Kansas City gets first place like they would have. The only ones that get screwed a little bit is, is Cincinnati. And, yes, you have to take into account uh, momentum and blah, blah, blah. 
injuries. <laughs> the Bills are down a safety. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Is he on the injury report? I I just take it by the winning percentage and move forward. All right. Don't change anything. But I do think this has opened a door for the NFL to put that eighth seed in there. Oh, it worked out great. Why don't we do it? I would not now? be okay with the eighth seed. I'll, I'll jump right on your bandwagon with <clears> the eighth seed. Too many. Too many. Seven's perfect. It, it makes one buy, one bye week, one extra shit team to get in the playoffs to get smoked in the first week. Hello, Patriots. That's it. That's all you need. Don't do the eight. This would open a door for the NFL to continue with eight, and you don't want that. That'd be half the teams in each conference. Being Welcome to the NBA. That's stupid. That's stupid. Stupid. Are they going to play a best of five series? Go no, by winning cause... percentage and send a boatload of tissues to Buffalo. That's <laughs> that's the uh, that's what you want to do there. All right, Tampa's seventh too. seed as the Patriots. Obviously, uh, we got we got to get to that game. So let's move forward here, gentlemen. If we could, uh, you got the Pats, Steelers, and Dolphins all biting for that last seventh seed. Pats win, they're in. Uh, you got Browns versus the Steelers, Jets versus the Dolphins. If the Pats lose, uh, we need both those. Uh, you need both the Jets and Steelers to lose those games. On your own time, go look at the other permutations and who gets in and who doesn't. But here's what I do know. It's very possible all three of these teams, Patriots, Dolphins, and Steelers, lose this week. Patriots would then backdoor into the playoffs. Here's what also I learned today. If the Dolphins don't make the playoffs, their brand new shiny nerd of a coach. The Jeff Apkowitz lookalike. It's on the verge of getting fired. From that trash, 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 trash organization. Your thoughts on the seventh seed in the AFC? Quickly, please. Participation trophy. That's all it is. You made the playoffs. Cool. You get a playoff gate. That's all it is. Patriots, if they make it, whoever it is, Patriots, Dolphins, Steelers, you're going to get your doors blown off by KC or Buffalo. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. But if McDaniels, are they really going to fire McDaniels? I mean, I mean, we're going to get into the game here, but like, I, I mean, he came out doing really good, but like, how is it that Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle have like six catches? Like, I mean, I, I don't know if that's a Patriots defense thing or what they were doing, but I don't know. That, that game was screwy from a Dolphins perspective. They were doing some dumb shit. I got an answer for you, Ray. Hold that thought. Oh, that's okay. Actually, you know what? You've been a good boy. Go ahead. Uh, it's because their quarterback's brain dead and cannot. Uh... No, nope, I had to mute him. He was going to go insensitive on that one. Um, uh, they, let's move on to the NFC. The Eagles are on a downslide. Jalen Hurts limping. out of the lineup. Limping into the. La, 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 limping. Uh, this was news to me. Dallas has a chance to win this the division, which is kind of nuts. Yeah, Dallas win. In uh, Eagles loss, and the Dallas Dallas gets the division. Dallas is playing the Commanders. Eagles are playing the Giants. Uh, the Commanders are starting who? Carson Wentz. Nope, nope. He got benched. Heineke. Heineke doesn't want to play. He wants the third string guy to go play. No shit, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know the guy's name, but yeah, they're bit, bit putting out their third. Why doesn't Heineke want to play? Because he wants to give this kid a chance to uh, go out there and show what he's got. Team leader. Fucking idiot. You know what? You know what Heineke is? Taylor Heineke. What a guy. Taylor Heineke is Brian. What a guy. Just like, you know what, man? I'll show up for six games a year. I'll get everybody real psyched up about me. Then I'll suck for three. I'll go get myself a $30 million contract. (laughs) I'll ride it out for the next 10 years. Yeah. Good for him. Yeah. Good for him. We got a playoff on the ride. You know what? Let's get the kid a shot. 
Fuck it. Give him a shot. Yeah. Put a captain. Put a captain C on my on my jersey next year. <laughs> Unbelievable. Uh, the other team in contention for the number one seed, the 49ers. Talk about a young kid playing quarterback that doesn't give a fuck about that. Brock Purdy, it seems like the real deal. That fucking shocked me. I, I didn't know the 49ers had a shot for the one seed. Brock Purdy, the Mr. <laughs> Irrelevant, the last pick in the draft. Looks exactly like Jimmy Garoppolo. There's no difference. Challenging the Brady legacy for drafted too late. If you're the last pick in the draft, I'm almost rooting for him to go get eight Super Bowls. Like, that's even cooler. Last pick in the draft. 199 or fucking Mr. Irrelevant. Mr. Irrelevant. Irrelevant. Uh, They need a win over the Cardinals, and they need an Eagles loss. Very, very possible the 49ers get the number one seed here. And then you got a seventh seed battle. Look at that. Wouldn't you know? Win, win, win. Hashtag winning for the NFL. Every game fucking matters. Seahawks, they need to beat the Rams. They need a loss from Green Bay. The Lions need to beat Green Bay and a loss from Seattle. And the Packers need to win, and they're in. A major comeback for Aaron Rodgers. Like I said at the top, no team going into the playoffs will be under 500. At least they'll have nine wins. The competition for top and bottom is still there. Hashtag winning for the NFL. Um, it's all it's all rosy, except for the guy that died on the field for the NFL. Saturday, Sunday, Monday, football. It's going to be exciting. Got him talking about it. Yep. Got him talking about it. You got any uh, favorites on that seventh seed for the NFC? Lions. I'd like to see the Lions get in. I like Dan Campbell. Big bounce back from that 29-0 slapping that slap Zap Daddy put on him, okay? They really bounce back from that. If you pan to Bobby's left, that's just all it is. It's exactly. the zappy fucking lines. The, the, the zap Daddy the... gave him something to think about. <laughs> Bobby's got a Zap Daddy below the camera right now. He's uh, never done a show with the pants right on. Here, just to, that's, it, it's teasing right here. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right where the happy trail starts. The... Uh, <laughs> I would I'd venture a bet that the Lions are more of a threat from a seventh seed than Aaron Rodgers. I, no. mean, I Aaron think if Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers makes the playoffs, he's gonna do something. I don't think so. I think he's gonna win. I don't think it's Aaron Rodgers winning the games. The I think it's every other player on the Packers. Okay. Yeah, but I to that point, I don't I think <clears throat> I think the Lions could be more explosive than that. Yeah, I'm I'm team Lions. Wait, what's that drug he did real quick? I don't know. Ayahuasca? Ayahuasca. That's what he did. He did it with a team and that's a drug, it's a mindset, Ray. Yeah. Oh, okay. Put himself we, in it. Can we all do that together one day? Like, just go out to, like, Wyoming or something in a field and just... As long as we keep their pants off. <laughs> Done. Done. Quick break. Patriots 23, Dolphins 21. That's a win, haters. Uh, key sequences from that Pats Dolphins game. You got the Duggar pick six, which made it 16 to 14, not 17 to 14. We'll get to that. In that same play, Teddy Bridgewater, backup of Tua Tagovailoa, uh, was injured. And by injured, I mean demoralized, slapped into the ground, uh, given given uh, God's green earth by Kyle Duggar, broke his little finger. Dislocated. Dislocated. Sorry, dislocated. Teddy Bridgewater goes out at the end of the third quarter. I thought it was earlier than that. And they continue the game. Just so you just sorry to interrupt you, but they continued the game after he dislocated. Did they? Yep. He had a glove on, so nobody could see it. If there wasn't for the glove, it might have been an issue. Oh Teddy two gloves. Who was pissed about the gloves? Is that you, Bobby? That was me. I have no issue with gloves. I like gloves. It was rich. Anybody wears two gloves as a quarterback is a uh Pats. 
Second touchdown, I also believe, was a uh, key sequence in this game and a key play I'd like to get to some uh, some conflicting reports coming out of that play. Uh, opening thoughts on the Patriots game. Bobby, we've heard enough from you. Raymond? Defense won the game. Offense sucks. Offense is mundane. Uh, defense, once again. Mundane. Excellent word use. Thank you. Uh, that's probably it was on the calendar how to use it. But, uh, yeah, Patriots... Offense not there once again. Did you say calendar when you meant email? No, calendar. Uh, word of the He's day. He's got a word of the day calendar. You mundane. got a word of the day calendar? Yeah, yesterday was blue. Today was mundane. <laughs> Bobby? I mean, it was just a typical Patriots performance, backup quarterback. But if it wasn't for a defensive touchdown, they probably still don't win the game. Well, how dare it's... you, Bobby? How dare you, Bobby? They were in control. That's what the fucking fucking happened. No, it's not. They were in control of the game the whole game. They're not good. I'm not. I'm. I'm, I've never debated that they're not good. I did the piling on. It's boring. They're not good defensively. They are good. Okay, they're good against the bottom of the league, and that's what the Dolphins are. They're trash, 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 trash. But is that a good team? If you're good against the bad teams, then are you good? You're an okay team. You're a nine and eight team. You're agree. They're they're an average mediocre team. Above average defense and a below average offense. That's what. That's what I'll give them. That's fine. Yeah. But that. But. But every week we come in here and we talk about them as if as if they're the bane of existence. They're not. No, they're, they're okay. not. They're not the bane of the existence. But it's after 16 games of watching the same fucking game over and over again. It's like I mean they have seven, eight non-offensive touchdowns. Mac Jones has 11 passing touchdowns. Eight just, non-offensive touchdowns is half the is half the league. I've heard so many people talk about this. They can't rely on the defense. They can't rely on the defense. They've done it. All year, every single game, they've done it. So you can it's made for an exciting game. It's made for exciting games. Uh, The last third, like the second half, is exciting. The first half, it's like I don't. I don't. Games are tough. I don't disagree with you that obviously I don't. I don't think they're going anywhere without a lot of help in games like going up against Buffalo next week. It's going to take a lot of help. It's going to take Josh Allen losing his mind and giving you the ball three times or a fumble at the end zone or some crazy twice. You're going to play the bills twice. Cause if you do beat the bills, they're going to be the two seed. You're playing the bills again and they're going to fucking curb stomp you. I don't care. You just make the playoffs. We've had this conversation. Oh, that's a participation trophy. You weak minded soul. Who cares? Don't That's even not get a weak minded soul. First of all, if you go into Buffalo this week and beat them, we just started the show with saying you're going to lose backups, by 50. With their backups. They're not playing their backups. Not we play just backups, said they're going to yeah. play their starters and beat you by 50 because they're boys in the hospital. If the Patriots go in and beat them, that's a big boy win. It is. That's it. Whether they yeah. win on defense or not. Whether they win on defense or not, they're still winning. They're still winning nine games. They're still winning more than a third of the league. So at some point in time, you have to you have to ask yourself why and give credit towards the why. The biggest why is they're playing dog shit competition. I'll give you that. Second biggest why is their defense and Kyle Duggar, who is a big time player, and they have a lot of playmakers on that yeah. defense. And that's a good thing. And the offense and games like this have done just enough, and the games they've lost have done not enough. The <laughs> offense has never won them in game except for Zap Daddy against the Detroit Lions. I just um, I don't know where I was going with that. I just don't. I, I don't want the same rhetoric that it was. 
Tom Brady and the Patriots used to beat the used used to watch the same game with Tom Brady and the Patriots too. They'd go up on them big. The the, the defense would apply pressure. Pressure. The other team would have to throw the ball. They'd get interceptions and turnovers, and then you'd win by twenty four because the other team could never get into the, what they wanted to do offensively. That was the same game too. We don't remember this, but for years, regular season games for the Patriots were boring. On the other side, it's like get me to the AFC Championship game where they fucking matter. Oh, that's what it used to be. I'd fall asleep in the third quarter because they'd be up 20 and doing the same shit. Just but that was fun beat. because we're up 20. Who's the spoiled Brad Patriots fan yeah, now? I'd fall asleep difference. in the third quarter because we were up 20. I guess I guess I just choose to look for challenge in my life, you fat fucks. Uh let's share let's I only meant that towards Bobby Ray. I'm sorry. Let's uh, switch gears. Let's uh, while I've while I'm riding my positivity. Why don't you Mac shame me here for a bit? Uh, Mac yeah, Jones. How do you do? How do you do? Let's hear this. Twenty for go. thirty-three. Uh, two hundred three yards. Two touchdowns. Is two touchdowns good or bad? Uh, one of them didn't count. But go on. Got it. Uh, here's I just track some of his good throws and some bad shit. Uh, right off the bat, he had a nice throw to Thornton on the sideline. If you remember, that got reviewed. Mm-hmm. Good play. Wasn't a catch. Uh, but go on. You had a tu- it was a catch. You had a touchdown. I don't remember if you remember, but they said it was a catch. If you have a uh first quarter, you got a touchdown throw to Thornton. Would have liked a little more zip on that, but they completed it. Uh, I think Thornton runs some of the worst routes I've ever seen. If you watch fast. Him. calling fast. them routes he's is fast. disrespectful to other routes. He's he's fast. fast. But he's, he's fast. fast. He's very well, fast. No, well, they say he's fast, but like it doesn't seem like he's ever like fully running to commit to go fast. He always seems like in this half speed like weirdness. Ooh, ooh, he never seems me, to like commit. Pick me, Bobby, because his quarterback can't throw him the ball. He always underthrows him. Go on, Rich. Yep. After that, you got a nice seam throw to Hunter Henry uh, in between traffic. Uh, after that, uh, in the third quarter-ish, is when he took that bad sack that took him out of field goal range. If you listen to any of the professionals, you would know that Stevenson absolutely blew a blitz coverage, which forced Mac to make a bad decision running backwards. Should have just fell down like he did at the end of the game. Uh, after that, this is an example of Taekwon Thornton in his speed. This was the long ball. If you're watching on the TV copy, went to the left of the field. Thornton kind of jumped up and caught it, and he was pretty much wide open. Just run. Yeah. Just continue running forward, and yeah. it's a touchdown. He turned he his head twice. Because he thought, shut the fuck up, right? He turned his head twice to try and find the ball in a wide open zone. Just keep that running, and it's a touchdown. He looks like he's overthinking everything so much. Do you think he's getting bad advice from some people? Yeah, Mac Jones. Uh, after that, you had the gorgeous seam throw to Myers. Ray, if you have anything to say about this, in between three defenders to put no, him beautiful. in. Uh, beautiful. Thank you. thank you. And then you had the touchdown throw to Myers, which I want to talk about now, Bobby. That touchdown to Myers, was, uh, 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 not a fade, but just basically a jump ball against a linebacker. People are forgetting before that they called a timeout in the same formation and which was going to be a run play, which is probably going to be stuffed. And then they came out and now there's debate, whether it was a coaching call, whether it was Max call, whether it was David Andrews call, Jacoby Myers call, doesn't matter your thoughts on, uh, and also the, the first time they got in the red zone, they called the timeout too. Correct. In the first, first half. Yeah. Because the play didn't come out in time. When you get real close, you got to think about it. (laughs) 
It's unbelievable. I don't know if they can run an offensive uh, set in the red zone without a timeout anymore. But any thoughts on that? A little bit Myers farther for Patricia to see it. You know, he's on the fifty, and they're like forty yards away. So he's got. Oh, hold on. Let's. What am I looking at here? Well, no, it's because the Cheeto dust on his fingers as he's getting on the laminate play sheet. So he's all fucked up. So he's like, all right, timeout, Mac. Call timeout. Cheetos suck. Go Doritos. I heard, I don't know if it was, maybe it was Zolak call, probably, because it's so overstated. He said that it might have been one of the best throws for Mac all year. I thought the throw sucked. I thought the throw was fucking atrocious. Atrocious. He's on a linebacker, or maybe the catch was atrocious. Like, he's not like a gifted athlete. He probably could have just made it easier. No, that was a good catch. No, that was a good catch. I don't know. He jumped up and landed on his back. Can't you just jump up and fall on your feet? Like, no one's no one touched hey, Jacoby him. Jacoby might. He, he always makes things look like a little difficult sometimes. Yeah, either way, um, uh, you know, I think that obviously that one salted the game away. Um, I thought Mac was okay. I thought he was solid. I thought a lot of his throws were behind his receivers a little bit by half step. Overthrown, a lot of overthrown. He had he had the one on the sideline that was overthrown to uh, Aguilar. The one to Stevenson was not overthrown, touched his hands. He had one to Thornton that was like 15 yards past him. He had one to Aguilar, and then there was another one, I think it was to Thornton again, that was overthrown. Anyway, whatever. Yeah, he, he, Mac oh, Jones wasn't the problem you. in this game. He what was, was or wasn't. What was, was the, what was the problem, Bobby? The problem, the, the problem is that the, the team, the, their offensive line is so bad that they have to build this shit offense in, in order to actually stay on the field. I mean, Mac, um, this was a good Mac Jones game because he was an average NFL quarterback. It's when when Mac is able to just perform at this average level, he, he gets praise. But like the praise that he gets, what I'm seeing when I'm watching the game is average NFL play. Like I'm not seeing like anything that's above the par. I mean, obviously we've gone to, we've talked to death about what the problem with the offense is. Obviously the coaching, the, some personnel, but like, yeah, I mean, it was, Mac, yeah, it's your scheme. Mac didn't Look, lose the game. At the end of the day, your scheme sucks. Your offense sucks. Every yeah, scheme pro- sucks. Any, any professional that's watched this game has said, what the fuck are they doing? They're running high school offense. Ray, you can tout and tout and Mac shame on Oh, no, I agree. I agree. He's, so, off, he's mediocre. Off. He's got some. He's. I think Mac is really good at soft touch in those intermediate throws. I think that he's kind of money there. That Jacoby Myers in between triple coverage when he can float that ball. That's pretty good. I think he's a lot of work to do otherwhere, but otherwise. But if you look at every other player on this on the on the offense, Tyquan Thornton, we just talked about it. They all look jittery as fuck, like they don't know what they're doing, and they're just their their mind is working before their body is working, which creates everybody to be a half step slow and not in the same sequence. And that's I coaching. That. I agree with that. That's it, and it's been yeah. that way the all year. However, on the offense, some good news. Uh, I think Damian Harris is sneaky important. He had a nice little game. He runs he hard. He looks good when he got the ball. He, he, Stevenson looks tired. Harris should start to get the carries. Yeah, contract year, two for him. So yeah, I think, he, he, I think yeah. Stevenson um, really translates better as, as a third down back. I think Stevenson has, you know, clearly he can run through the tackles, um, but he can catch the ball and he can be explosive in that way. Damian Harris runs hard and he runs big. And yeah. more importantly, you got two guys that can do it. Pure Strong is clearly not that guy. Kevin Harris, they either don't trust or he's not that guy. So, well, they're rookies; uh, they never do. Yeah, if you want to run game, I think you need two guys in this modern day NFL. So, Damian Harris, uh, put your shoulders down a little bit, get a little leverage, stop running so straight up, so your chest doesn't explode. 
We just saw what happens if you let somebody do that. So what do we what do we say from advice? since twenty twenty where he's gonna get himself injured because he they run him so from much. his rookie fucking year when he got himself yeah. injured by running with his chest down. Uh and then Trent Brown, another penalty. Weird. Weird. Uh defense, Tyree Kill, four catches, fifty-five yards. Jalen Waddle, three catches, fifty-two yards. Pretty good. Uh also back up. Never expected that. Yeah, back up quarterback. I saw something today uh, when I was reading about they might fire McDaniels. The McDaniel, Dolph- not McDaniels, McDaniel. Thank you. Uh, the Dolphins' offense has the highest percentage of um, yardage on, uh, attempt on the first down. Like mm-hmm. they throw it the farthest on, on first down, and they have the longest way to go on third down. Weird. And they have the lowest third down percentage in like the last eight weeks when they've kind of sunk so uh, a lot of criticism has become in on mcdaniel's offense <laughs> see how that works right apostrophe s grammar guru uh so a lot of critics a lot of criticism has been on that that they're 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 trying to go too big early they're not getting enough uh momentum in their offense leading them to long third downs so on and so forth um, I don't know if that has anything to do with it. They were a very streaky team this year. Um, Tyree Kill is the, one of the top three, top five wide receivers in the league. Um, if you can't get that guy going, something wrong with your coaching too. Five catches. Kudos to the Patriots offense. Kudos. To, I mean, I'm sorry. Kudos defense. They held him in check. They let Mozart go. Uh, Mozart go off uh, for a touchdown and over 100 yards total, but they kept their big guys in check. And uh, that's been the on defense. story all day. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Miles Garrett, our uh, our uh, Miles Bryant, our fuck that nope, guy, our, our shitbag of the week. That was, most that of was the his year. best game of his career. I was waiting for him to fucking muff a punt. I'm like, here we go, here we go. This fucking kind again. And a little kudos to the silent uh, sounds of silence, Jonathan Jones, on that interception ball thrown behind. Tyreek Anything Hill on the injury report on him? I don't know. Because remember, he got hurt during the Dolphins game. He came up. Uh, Arm, something with his arm when he was down on the ground on late in the third or fourth quarter. Did they finish the game? Yeah. Got yeah. it. <laughs> uh, Kyle Duggar did win player of the week, defensive player, oh, AFC, AFC defensive player of the week for his third defensive touchdown this year. Well, when you win the game, you get defensive player of the week. Good play, though. Great play. I skip ahead to coaching here because I, I watched a little Ted Johnson breakdown on that play. Fuck Ted Johnson. Okay. What the defense did is they basically ran a Tampa two cover two, but instead of dropping the safeties, they dropped the corners and they brought their safeties up to play some bump and run. And then Kyle Duggar just kind of read the quarterback and read the offense and what they're trying to do and just floated into the zone to get, to catch the interception. And they did that. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, so, so, uh, Steve Belichick, Gerard Mayo, I don't know. Whoever gets whoever gets credit for that. Steve Belichick. The defense has been great all year. And they did some things schematically to uh, to screw up their shitty quarterbacks. So yep. Yep. kudos to them. Uh, special teams, yet another running into the kicker. Folk missed another extra point. I don't think that was any guarantee that they're going to collect that onside kick. Cam Accord needs to go. And Nick Fulton needs to go. Well, Joe Judge can get moved right back into his specialty. Ooh. We could get a quarterback's coach. Ooh, I like that, Bobby. I like yeah. that. Slide him right on over. I wouldn't mind that at all. Joe Judge, does he wear a visor? Yes. Does he? Yes. I think he wears a hat. Nope. Visor. 
Interesting. I challenge you on that. Cam Accord's a visor guy. I don't know about the headwear of Joe Judge. I'm pretty sure Joe Judge is a a What about his dick size, Bobby? Do you know his dick size? Average. Mm -hmm. Average to below. I think he's compensating. (laughs) Um... that was it. I, I had some coaching notes. I thought the uh, I hate the prevent defense, except for up, like up two scores with two minutes left. Go for the win. Apply some pressure. You got a third string quarterback in there. Don't lay back and let Tyree kill. Play the same defense you've been playing. Just play the game. Like if you got thirty seconds left and they're you know at their thirty whatever. If I prevent prevent defense has always been a problem for me. I hate it. Everyone's afraid of the of the big play. But if you're up two scores and they need an onside kick, go win the game. Don't lose it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Any final thoughts on the Patriots and uh, Miami? Do we miss anything on football? We're going to move past football. Nope. Good. Did you send me a text? Maybe. Is this going to be a picture of... Yeah, it is. From the Giants. Yep. And it looks photoshopped. Nope. Of, what does it say? What's the caption? I forgot. It says "suck my dicj," and then under it says "dick." <laughs> <laughs> and I'm I'm pretty sure the whole thing is photoshopped. Fuck you! I fucking said Joe Judge, and it fucking came right up. Okay, afternoon delight. No, no, I'm right. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> A final thought. I I lay up for you guys. Could have been the last game in Gillette. Could be the last game this Sunday for Matthew Slater and Devin McCourty, Matt two Jones. of the all-time Patriots. Captain since 2011. Um, any parting words for the uh, for the captains? Cool, Bobby. I missed that. You you missed the captain's rant. <laughs> I missed what you said. Oh, uh, Matthew Slater and Devin Cordy could be playing their final game uh, as a oh. Patriot this Sunday. Yeah, I mean, I think for McCourty, it should certainly be his last game, especially in any sort of role that he's on right now. I mean, Slater, okay, you play special teams. I mean, I I haven't seen him as a problem, but I mean, they've been great Patriots, but it might be time for specifically for the new roles. It's Brendan Schooler's time. Move over, Slater. Wow. Move over. That's bold, Arnold. That is bold. Okay, uh, quick afternoon to light, and uh, we are back with uh, some Raphael Devers talk. Skyrockets in flight. Woo! Afternoon delight. Whoop. You guys have it, I think. Huh. Afternoon delight. I don't know, Ron. That sounds kind of crazy. Raphael Devers is signed as a long-term Red Sox. The Red Sox signed Raphael Devers to 11-year, $330 million deal, the seventh largest deal in MLB history. That's $30 million a year. That's 21st largest AAV. Ray, I know you're not impressed. Bobby, I know you don't care. So allow me to give you my opinion on the uh, on, <laughs> on the subject matter. You should care by this. You don't have to be impressed. You don't have to give credit to Bloom. I, Ray, I thought for sure your opening take was going to go to the Winter Classic and all of Fenway booing John Henry as he walked into his own stadium as an owner of the opposing hockey team. Mm-hmm. That alone should send shivers up your spine. Just, no. good God, dude. Like what? a nice baked Fuck. mac and cheese gives the shivers up my spine. That, nah. 
Got it. As we noted before, Ray's not going hungry. Uh-uh. Uh, <laughs> many are alluding to the fact that the booze may have written the check for Raphael Devers. The timing seems to work out. I don't know if that's the, I don't know if that's the case. I don't need to give credit to Heim Bloom. Here's what I do know, and I've been saying this now for a little bit. Heim Bloom uh, was brought in here with a plan and with a plan to execute, and that was to shed payroll and rebuild a uh, system to to rebuild a young team, and that's. A winning young team. Well, that's basically what he's doing. I'll give you his words, not mine. Here's what he said. Quote, rewind the clock three years to when I got here, Bloom said. You had a club that was obviously coming off a lot of recent success, but clearly was not in a position where it was at or anywhere near the top of the division anymore. The talent wasn't close in the farm system to replenish that roster, and there were quite a few commitments on the books. That's not a great position to be in. I don't agree with that, by the way. They won a World Series the fucking year before. Uh, quote, and really, the strategy all along has been to reset the table for a run of su- extended success, but to try to do it in a way where we are winning while we're doing it. There's no question it's a heavier lift to try and serve both masters. Racist. We were able to do wow. it in 2021. <laughs> Obviously. Wow. In 2022, for a number of reasons, it didn't work. But the way you do it, do that is by maintaining elements of that core while replenishing the organization as much as you can with young talent. We have some of these guys who are coming. Some of them are going to play a really prominent role in 23, and there's more coming behind that. Raphael Devers will be the anchor and corner piece to to this plan. Here's a problem with this plan. I don't know if Bloom can do it. I don't think he has a track record of doing it necessarily. He certainly doesn't have the results yet from the Red Sox. His farm system is not his yet that we've seen. He's a year or two away from seeing, quote-unquote, his guys and Marcelo Mayer and and, and that whole Nick York and and some of those. His track record of free agents is diamond in the rough, which by its definition is is more missed than hit. and his trade and his trade track record is garbage. The Mookie Betts trade alone garbage. would get a lot of guys fired. But never mind last year's deadline where they tried to play the middling. So it comes down to um, ownership, the the message they want to send, their sensitivity to PR. I bet if you let Heim Bloom just do what he wanted to do, he would have ripped this thing to the guts and 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 taken it up from the bottom. But you have to try and satisfy a um, a fan core, and they think. The management, the ownership thinks they have to lie to us in order to do that, to say that they're continuing to winning by signing guys like Justin Turner at 38 and letting the Xander Bogarts of the world walk out the door and replacing him with Trevor Story, who hit 238 and 16 home runs last year. They're not putting a winning product on the field. The most that they're doing is building towards the future, and we don't know if the guy that's building it can actually do the job. So you should have questions. You should have, you should have concerns, and you should just breathe a sigh of relief that you have one of the best hitters in baseball going to be here for ten years. But he has an opt out in two. So if you don't figure your shit out by then, he could be gone anyway. Peace. Uh, also, I think the biggest thing was that the Red Sox had the lowest uh, ticket sales of John Henry's uh, time here in Fenway. I think that's probably one of the biggest. Things were eye-opening things where they're like, oh, shit, no one wants to come to our games. We're putting a shitty product out there. Let's sign a fan favorite because you need a fan favorite. I mean, who the fuck – if Raphael Devers leaves the following year because they don't get this deal done, who the fuck are you going to cheer for? Nobody. Exactly. 
Nobody. I don't, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the motivation for Raphael Devers was. It should have been the same motivation with Xander Bogarts. Again, there's still question marks. Why do you sign Trevor Story last year instead of just giving Bogarts the deal? Cheap. Um, Cheaper. Bogarts would have signed the same deal as an extension. Came out and said it. They just fucked it up. They just mm-hmm. fucked up the negotiation. Uh, so, yeah, uh, it, who knows? Their, their pitching is all over the place. You're in a two-year window to try and get back on pace. You are expected to be last in the AL East. That's unacceptable as a Boston Red Sox team in a division with the Orioles and the Rays. Uh, but that's probably your land. But, hey, you signed Devers, so good for you. Jake Peavy came out and said basically everyone has to stop uh, booing John Henry and Heim Bloom's doing a great job. I mean, they say that you can build around this. They're not going to spend money. Rafael Devers is going to be that big contract that they do, and they're going to still do the bargain bin. Hopefully they can catch, like you say, a diamond in the rough. It's not going to work out. This is going to be an embarrassment again. You're going to be in last place for the next two years, and then he's going to say, see ya, and it's going to be one of the worst contracts in Heim Bloom's career. This quote makes it sound like, first of all, does this guy work for the Buffalo Bills? Because his, his whiny little quote about how, you know, it's really hard because you got to win games and then you got to do better later. Like, yeah, we get it. Like, this shit isn't easy. <laughs> so I don't know how this quote is supposed to pacify anybody because all he's doing is bitching about how hard the job is. The quote is, is has problems with multiple levels. The idea that they weren't in a good place and didn't have enough young talent to replenish it is bullshit. If you sign Mookie, Benintendi, Bogarts, Devers. You got a core right there, all in their mid to late 20s that you can continue to go win with. You can go spend the money. You just spend the money, and they didn't. There has been reports from from some guys in that Cobra year that the Red Sox actually lost money, which is bullshit. They don't lose. I think that was from Jimmy Stewart. That's That's a bot pod source. There's no way they lost money. They just cheaped out. They just cheaped out. Or they're trying to be too smart for their own good. John Henry's out here selling this five billion dollar franchise and buying this four billion dollar franchise. They got money moving. They got money shifting. Follow the money. Follow the money. They needed a little liquidity to get these deals done, and the Red Sox were the were the, were the place they got it from. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's it. And now they're trying to mask it in. We're trying to rebuild from the farm system. And Heim Bloom, unfortunately, is their is their little puppet boy out there uh, taking the heat, him and Sam Kennedy, because John Henry, Tom Warner, and those cowards have gone quiet unless they're in Fenway root for the Penguins. Fuck them. Uh, We're going to Island. (laughs) I think they closed that place down. We're going to skip the uh, Raphael Devers profile for now because we're late. We're going to go straight to Simple Minds of the Week. Got a couple good candidates right after this. stupid or something. I'm as stupid as a stupid does. Ah, uh, yes. I'll start with the one that I wrote down haphazardly. The backboard situation in that Celtics-Denver game. You're bad about that. <laughs> now, I wasn't, thankfully I wasn't watching this live. I was watching it like 30-ish minutes behind. Recorded, catching up through commercials and whatnot. Ooh, so you could just fucking... It's the only way to do it, my man. Mm-hmm. You try to time it so the update like on the wind doesn't affect no. you watching the game, or you just turn your phone away. Okay, because I was going to say, Bill just ruins mm-hmm. everything. Yeah, he's a real cunt. Mm-hmm. Uh, but as I'm fast-forwarding, they get to the uh, delay. So what happened was uh, Time Lord, Robert Williams, Destroyer of Rims, 
uh, dunked and I guessed, uh, you know, fucked up the rim. The Celtics continued to shoot on that rim for like half a quarter, by the way, and I don't think they scored any any Weird. points. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> anyway, someone finally noticed. And uh, these half a dozen fat, lumpy white guys get out with ladders and get up there. And they're sitting up there with goddamn levels and screwdrivers and ratchets. And they're they're trying to get it level. And they can't quite get it level. They take the whole goddamn rim off. I think they bring a new one in. They try to put it up there. Anyway, took them 40 minutes, 40 minutes to try and get this rim level. It was a debacle. It was it was an un- unbelievable uh, display of ineptitude from guys wearing jeans without belts that could not. So put they a had rim a shirt level. tucked in too. Definitely. The well, athletic tuck in shirt the Wranglers tucked in without a belt. Wife beaters. I'm sure it was under the uh, the no, Dickies overshirt they had. Because if it, they did have wife beaters, they would have got a fixed licky split. But because they didn't have wife beaters, it took 40 minutes. Huh. Prejudice, Raymond. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the rim guy is the first candidate for Simplest Minds of the week. The rim guy. Second candidate for Simplest Minds of the week. Oh, we have a couple here. Uh, Aaron Hernandez, baby mama slash widow. Uh, sl- <laughs> right? No, that's that plays. That plays. She's stealing from her daughter. She's stealing money from her daughter. You know oh. we can't call women the C. Well, it is deserved. That's a stead, listen, those dance lessons were necessary. Right? Steadfast, simple minds rule. He needed those dance lessons. Okay. Shea Nana. Shea Nana. Shea Nana. Shea Nana. Nana. Jenkins Hernandez. Uh, she owed $10,697 in dance lessons for her daughter. Um, 10-year-old daughter. Was, Ten-year-old daughter that she was paying through the trust that Aaron Hernandez left her. In the meantime, she was still getting paid one hundred fifty thousand dollars a year from uh, Aaron Hernandez. Uh, sorry, uh, murderer Aaron Hernandez. Thank you. NFL pension. What? Uh, a- she was using it. She was using on hair salon, yeah. nails, uh, clothing. Uh, what was the other thing? There was another thing that it, was like I. Send me the article that says the uh, widow of retired NFL spouse responsibly spends money, lives comfortably. Okay, doesn't <laughs> exist. Oh, there's an, she has another kid, right? I'm sure she popped another one out. Is that where the know. Jenkins came from? Yeah, <laughs> Gerald. <laughs> no, yeah. Uh, our next one here. I don't know if I discussed this with you guys. It might have been lost in the text chain. I just wanted to bring this up. This is another one of those. You know when we uh, talked about the guy that fell in the uh, uh, pot yep. of lava? No, you, you said this to us. You said this to us. He, in the in the headline, it said "man melted in yep. <laughs> boiling pot of iron." Rest families Quick all. Bait. It's cooked. Absolutely, uh, you know, terrible, terrible. Did they keep accident. making steel at the plant, Richard. <laughs> did they stop making steel? Yeah, did they day? stop making steel? Did the guys have to show up the next day? That's a good question. Yeah. This is another one of those headlines, and we don't have to go too far into it. But this word caught my ear, and the word's ingested. Mm-hmm. Let me give it to you in a sentence. American Airlines worker ingested into the engine at Alabama Airport. I know I'm going to hell, and I know it's not oh, right. I'll be there. I'll be I'm there. holding back my laughter right now, but when I read it, <laughs> it's like out of a fucking cartoon 
<laughs> like, watch your step, dude. There's a fucking jet engine right there. Ooh, tough. <laughs> I wonder what they told the people on the flight as to why that flight was delayed. Yeah. Uh, uh, Fat Mrs. man eating Cheetos got sucked yeah, into exactly, the fucking yeah. engine. Sorry, Mission guys. We're not going to Jenkins, Fort Worth right brother now because of, uh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's tough. But again, again, it's not the incident. R.I.P. Uh, to the family it's yep. the word ingested Inged- that's why we're laughing <laughs> not the Ingest- engine, okay? that's why we're laughing. ingested into the engine is such a good way to frame that kudos to that editor he knew what she uh he they knew what they were doing they they you son Thank of you. a bitch uh and the last one here <laughs> the state of louisiana is now requiring a state id to watch pornography on the internet how do you the state do of Indiana, that? which has drive-through liquor stores, Louisiana. Did I say Indiana? Did I? Maybe I did, but Louisiana drive-through liquor stores. Yeah, you don't and have to get out of your vehicle. They will hand you. Pretty sure they're not IDing at those. You either. go to Bourbon Street and they show you their titties from a balcony and throw beads to you. So it's like, what? What? I don't get it. That's also well, in Louisiana. A, well, first yeah, of all, what, is it not Louisiana? A lot of repressed about? teens there. Okay. You know why that? You know what this is? No. Racist. <laughs> They're trying to keep the black man off the porn cock. Really? Helmet? Yeah, I bet they identified uh, enough uh, African American or uh, or minorities that didn't have proper identification, and they said, "You know what? You can't vote, and you can't watch porn." Ah. They looked at the general porn download breakdown and decided that, up, oh, yep. We see who's watching this porn. Here's okay. the deal. You don't have to look at the general porn breakdown. You just have to look at the ID breakdown because everybody watches porn. So you just have to go, who's got IDs in this state? Oh, the blacks ain't got them? Fuck them. Take their porn away. <laughs> and then what are they going to do with those IDs? They're going to look up and be like, like, so then you're like 15 years later, oh, you're a registered porn user. Here's the deal. No, no, no. they're going to find out what you liked. It's really going to backfire on the political yeah. landscape of Louisiana uh, right wingers because all these men are going to go, you know what? I got to get myself an ID. I gotta, exactly. I gotta get, I gotta get on the internet. Well, can you only register it once? Like, could I, like, could one well, person's ID work? just be registered over and over and know. over again? Tell it me says you works? have to go when you go onto a website and it asks are you legal age and it's going to make you submit a picture of your photo ID. Oh, this way's around. <laughs> I, I wouldn't do that in any oh. circumstance ever. No, for anything. I know. No. I'd crazy. look at my wife. I'd finally look at my wife and start jerking off if that ever happened. <laughs> What? This has been a Simple Mind Sports Show. <laughs> Friday Rewind, uh, January 6th. We'll see you next time. Bye bye. Bye bye. Good evening. Good evening, gentlemen. <clears throat> gentlemen. Uh, do we have a theme now, uh, Roberto? 
Well, yeah. What do you see there? Yeah. Patriots defense. <laughs> wow. Do we have a, uh, an ounce of uh, positivity coming from the Vine household through through uh, the interwebs? Well, it's positive. We'll see. We got, what, three more days of it? <laughs> hey, I just like the uh, stuff he's throwing on the wall. He's got a curtain now, a basketball. Fucking Looks curtain. Like... Let me start on... I have to move it again. I thought it wouldn't hit where the window is, but I got to move it so the curtain isn't behind, you know? Mm-hmm. No, it adds a it adds a layer. It adds a texture, as they would say in the uh, interior decorating. Better than the puke green. <laughs> this is true. Bla- I, although no. I did like Bland Bobby, you knew what you were going to get. Now it's all a wild card. <laughs> and he's feisty now. I don't like the feistiness. These text oh, exchanges. I like I liked I like the feistiness. You know, you you add you just throw in some snowflakes and buffalo, and uh, it brings out white <laughs> power Bobby. Mafia, please. <laughs> the Bills That's support right. group. We're all feisty. Raymond, how are you? Very well, yourself? Okay. Uh, what do you say we start the show? Uh, Why don't we do some opening takes? Uh, let's go ahead and... Uh, I, didn't... I actually fucked this up with email. 